Hey guys, just real quick thing before the podcast starts. Um, there's some audio issues from my side. It might sound a little echoey, like I'm talking in a bathroom or something. I was not in a bathroom when I recorded this. I uh, just had the wrong microphone selected, so apologies for that. Um, additionally, check out our YouTube page um, on YouTube, our YouTube channel, I should say. Um, go give us a sub, you know, like the, the videos, all the YouTube stuff that people want you to do. Um, we're getting close to a thousand subs over there, so it would mean a lot for you to go check that out. Uh, we appreciate it and enjoy the episode. Hello everyone and welcome to Meow Mix, Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steve. My name is Jerry. And today we are previewing week one of the preseason. We'll also recap the camp that was Wofford. Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> I guess next year. It sounds like they're going to go to Wofford for the immediate future. Um, and uh, we're going to give out some camp awards, things like that. So we're going to have a little bit of fun today. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by CBDX.com. Go to cbdx.com for all of your CBD Delta 8 needs. Uh, Jerry and I personally like the gummies. Yeah. Give you a nice little mellow feeling, and uh, they're not that expensive. Promo code MEOW, save 20% off your purchase. Uh, we get a little kickback as well, so help support the podcast. Get your CBD needs. Check them out. Yep. And before we really dive into anything too serious of fortunately we do have to go over the injuries i guess this is the serious part uh shack shack thompson is still on the pup list um definitely won't play in washington jc horn has been slowly working with the team but he will not play on sunday they are just slowly bringing him along not to tweak that foot anymore uh terrace marshall injured his lower leg Mm -hmm. on august 9th but has been working on the side in red jersey Probably won't play in Washington. It, again, they're just being cautious with some of these guys they they expect to play this season. <clears throat> and tight end Ian Thomas has a rib injury and will be out one to two weeks. CJ Saunders suffered a quad injury and will be out three to four weeks. That's brutal. Um, brutal for just him. for him. Yeah. Bad, bad timing for him. And tight end Colin Thompson has a calf injury and is not practicing as well. So, with all those tight ends, they also lost, uh, what is his name, Jacob Bibbits, but I'm not really considering him on the team. Uh, and Steven Sullivan also is injured. So, <laughs> four tight ends yeah. out of, I think, the four or five we had are injured right now. So, the Panthers went ahead and signed tight ends Ryan Izzo and Nate Becker. And they waived former six-round pick Thomas Fletcher, long snapper. Oh, man. Ah. Well, you know, what a career that Thomas Fletcher had here with us. I, I think the worst part about it is we had a really good long snapper last year, J.J. Jansen, who's been here for years, and they dr- mm-hmm. drafted this guy. So the thought was, hey, he'll stick around on the practice squad this year, and then next yeah. year, you know, J.J. Jansen will probably be gone. Well, they signed re- Resigned JJ Jansen. I mean, at this point, that was just a complete waste of a pick. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, JJ Jansen is still very good, and Thomas Fletcher couldn't beat him out. So, 
I think JG Danson's 36, 37. So he's kind of getting up there, but you know, he's a long snapper. I think they can have pretty long careers. Um, Obviously he's, he's proving it. So, well, they don't even get touched now. I mean, it's illegal to hit the center after they snap the ball. So it's just really long snaps back back, as long as his back holds out. Yeah. he'll, He'll still be good. You know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Thomas Fletcher leaving, not a big deal. Um, but it does prove that that draft pick was as ridiculous as it seemed at the time. Yeah, it made no sense. You don't draft a long snapper. Ever. Well, I guess it Never made sense. It was like, okay, I could see what they're doing. But this year, it just, again, sometimes the plans that they put in place don't pan out or they don't follow through with their plans. Uh, JJ Danson undrafted, by the way, just in case anybody wanted to know. Undrafted. <laughs> As are probably 99% of the long snappers in the league. So, um, yeah, I mean, as we talked about, uh, Thomas Fletcher, I know this whole podcast isn't about Thomas Fletcher, but he was, you know, preparing not to be drafted when the Panthers picked him, you know, when they mm-hmm. called him. He was basically talking to other teams already. So, um, yeah. All right. So, camp is over. Uh, mm-hmm. Wofford, the the heat of Wofford has passed. You know, we, we no longer have to go down there, um, at least this year. Uh, overall, thoughts on camp, Jerry? I mean, it, no real big surprises, I don't think. Well, it, there's a big win. I mean, yes, I just read off a laundry list of injuries, mm-hmm. but I say they escaped pretty good without serious injuries. Yes, Ian yeah. Thomas has that rib injury, and C.J. Saunders has his injury, but... For the most part, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Baker, and Darnold. <laughs> they didn't suffer The major any... players. Yeah, <laughs> the, ma- the major guys, and even the guys that got hurt, they're not season-ending injuries. Yeah, right? they're not. They're I mean, Mekhi Becton broke a kneecap out for the season. I mean, that that type of injury is just devastating. Yeah. You know? And so, we've seen a lot. You know, we've seen ACLs all over the league, it seems like. You know, guys tearing ACLs and, and just hurting themselves, you know, badly. I mean, and, and right, you're right. The Panthers not having that type of injury is is a win. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's the first thing. But other than that, it seemed a little underwhelming. It may be because of these new practice regimes. It didn't seem like I saw many hard hitting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that I kind of heard that Baker Mayfield has started chirping at the defense and the defense enjoys chirping back kind of. Mm-hmm bringing both sides up. I think that's good because back in our Super Bowl run, Josh Norman and Cam Newton always chirped at each other. And I think that builds camaraderie and kind of that. I want to beat you healthy competition. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Baker seems to be um, feeling a lot more comfortable around the team. He's letting his personality show. I think last night at fan fest, they uh, asked him about the NBA retiring Bill Russell's number league-wide. Bill Russell's number number six, right? Baker's mm-hmm. number number six. Um, and Baker said, yeah, maybe one day when I retire, they'll retire number six from the NFL for me. <laughs> so the guy does not lack confidence. <laughs> <laughs> he does no. not lack confidence. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in terms of camp, you know, it, it would have been nice to come out of camp with a starting quarterback, like knowing the starting quarterback, but I feel like Baker showed really well in camp. I feel like it's already pretty 
from everybody else's perspective, it's Baker Mayfield. Uh, yeah. I heard Scott Fitterer talk that you know they do plan on you know naming a starter before the third preseason game. That mm-hmm. it sounds like they already have Baker marked in there as the starter. Just from the vibe he got when he was doing his interview, he did say that they plan on, you know, call it naming a starter, and he said he would expect it kind of after the practices at New England and after the first mm-hmm. preseason game. He goes, because that's when they really matters. And it sounds like they already know who they're going to go with. They're just trying to keep the competition going. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever they 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 like the fact that there's a competition they feel like it's good for the team they feel like they've seen you know uh harder play i guess from other players as well um you know same thing with the left tackle competition you know brady and uh, icky yeah so that one i feel like maybe is a little more real than oh yeah QB competition uh i feel like there's a a decent chance that brady christensen is the starting left tackle week one um, don't know that I love that, but I feel like there there's a decent chance that that happens. And, and Icky has been getting first team reps this past week. Uh, I know that yeah. he gets some first team, and it seems like I've read one article that said Brady Christensen ran like one series, and literally Icky was in the next play. Like it was just mm-hmm. like they just wanted to call him <clears throat> the starter. So I, I don't know. I'm just a little little taken back by that i yeah i i like james campen i understand the competition but let's be real if everybody wants brady christensen at left guard that's basically what matt rule has said and everything else let's let's put him there let's get him working so he can do it well let me ask you this if the if the offensive line is better with you know, let's say uh, a B plus at left tackle and Brady Christensen, and an A at left guard and Icky versus an A at left tackle and a C minus at guard with Brady. I think that's something they have to explore. Like, like maybe Icky is a better left tackle than Brady, but Icky is also a way better left guard than Brady. I think that's something they have to think about. You know, maybe uh, be- the best putting the best five out there in their best spots. You know, I'm, and I'm again, I'm not saying that I want Brady Christensen to start left tackle, or I'm not even saying that I think he will, but I think that that's where they are because Brady did not look good at left guard last year. Now he was surrounded by crap. I get that. Like he had a bad left tackle, he had a bad center, but. He looked bad at left guard. He just, he did. Yeah, I agree with that, that he looks bad. But that's what they've been, and that's why I say he needs to be playing at left guard now instead of playing le- left tackle and then I agree. And kicking in occasionally for that. Get him used to the position you're expecting him from. And he's going to probably have the same guy next to him right now. Pat Elfline is still penciled in as a starter. I don't, he, yeah. Uh, again, I mean, penciled in. For Fan Fest last night, I think it was uh, was it Brady at left tackle, Michael Jordan at left guard, mm-hmm. Elf line at center. So, <clears throat> you know, is that what we're going to see week one against Cleveland? I hope not. 
I hope not really too. disappointing. That would be really disappointing. <sighs> All these guys we brought in, and the only one that starts is Corbett at right guard. I mean, that's that would be that'd be a bummer. Yeah, but it's it's kind of what I've learned about Matt Rule. He likes to stick with what he's familiar with. I know this is a new offensive coordinator and everything, but it seems like he's really stuck in his ways. Uh, kind of like Ron Rivera was with us before. You know, he didn't want to start the rookie guys. I remember Brian Birds, we were banging on the table yelling, oh, yeah. why are you not playing him more? You just drafted him, and he's making an impact. No, he's got to learn. He's got to learn. It's it's a little frustrating, especially when the team is not very good in that area, and they weren't good last year. Why are you getting the shitty play? Sorry. The bad player... <laughs> the bad players out there again. Do you think they're magically going to get better when they've been in the league for four or five years? They played like poo all the whole time. Well, a lot of people feel that way about Ian Thomas. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> a lot of people feel that way, Jerry Dempster. Um, all right. Well, do you want to talk some like camp awards here? Yeah, we'll do some camp awards before we jump into the mini Washington preview game. Okay. Well, we're only going to do a few camp awards. Uh, like Cherry said, you know, it almost feels like the camp was a little lackluster. You know, just... Is no... he very quick, too, this year? It did, yeah. Um, and again, they're still doing practices and stuff, but it'll all be moved to Bank of America Stadium. So, um, all right. Where do you want to start here with our awards? Uh, Let's go with Breakout. The first okay. breakout player. I'll let you start it off. Yeah, um, you know, it almost feels like C.J. Saunders had a bit of a coming out party. You know, uh, he was getting a lot of run at like third receiver, slot receiver, kind of with the first team. Um, C.J. Henderson also had a really nice camp. I think I'm going to go with C.J. Henderson. As the breakout player, it feels like he really looked like he was deserving of that top 10 pick. Even at FanFest last night, he had a nice pick uh, of Sam Darnold. So uh, looking forward to watching him play this preseason and see if he can, you know, cement himself with as a really good rotational player. Yeah, I'm going to go with CJ Saunders because that I know he just got injured a couple days ago, mm-hmm. but I think we know his name. We know his name, and like you said, for an undraft guy last year, he was getting first-team reps as a third receiver mm-hmm. over Terrace Marshall, mm-hmm. over you know Rashard Higgins. I think that plays a big name, and that's why I say him for the yeah. breakout. Because I, th- I was all in love with Shai Smith, but... Well. I mean, he supposedly he had decent-looking camp, but he didn't seem to be making those plays like C.J. Saunders was. Right, right. Yeah, he... Uh... Very, very quiet, really. Outside of, I mean, Terrace Marshall, we saw make some big plays. Again, not surprising. He, he made big plays in camp last year. DJ looked good. Robbie looked good in camp. Mm-hmm. Not a breakout candidate, I don't think, because he's been good before, but um, a pleasant surprise. Um, I mean, defensively, would you say anyone really stepped out I- other than CJ Henderson? Uh, Amarni Barno had some really nice looking plays a few times. 
I didn't hear much about him, but I did see him. I know when we went, I saw him blow by a tackle. Um, and I was just like, whoo. He had some speed, and he could definitely be a pass rusher for this team in the future. I think he still probably needs to bulk up a little bit, but, you know, obvious passing downs, I would not be shocked if we see him out there this year. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, like we said, he's he's extremely fast. He's got that elite trait. So uh, one of the guys I'm really looking forward to watching in the preseason games. Um, you know, uh, Brian Burns always looks good. Certainly yeah. not a breakout guy, but um, he, he looked really good in camp. So, all right. Uh, how about let's go the opposite side? Um, you know, camp disappointment. I don't want to go too negative. Disappointment. Here, but, We're doing yeah. air quotes here because yeah. – I'm going to go Icky. Uh, the only reason why I really say it is we were drafted so high with so much expectations. Mm-hmm. Out of the top three tackles, we all assumed that Charles Cross, all that, you know, Evan Neal and Icky were the top three tackles. And they were the other two are already entrenched starters. They are already mm-hmm. playing with first team snaps. And this could just be because of Matt Rule, could be because Brady Christensen should have been playing left tackle last year. But. Still being on that second team and not jumping out, even though other players have said that he's a monster and that he looks great, <clears throat> not being in that first team already kind of makes me, it's a disappointment in my eyes, if that makes sense. And I think on the on their first unofficial depth chart, like it's him and, and Brady are both on the front. I'm looking uh, at their depth chart right now. He is no, second. The, the official one from the Panthers.com? The Panthers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to dovetail off that. I'm going with Matt Rule as my camp disappointment. Now, on, on one, one hand, I feel like Matt Rule had his best camp from yeah. the standpoint of speaking with the media, the way the practices were run, um, having everybody there, no COVID issues, nothing like that. I feel like Matt Rule had his best camp. Um, he, he sounds very confident. He sounds... If it sounds like an NFL coach, but the decisions that he's been making with the quarterbacks, with the tackles, with the centers, particularly those three uh, spots on the offense, are just confusing. You know, uh, I would have loved to have seen Baker play way more with the ones once it was obvious that he was the better quarterback. I really would have liked to see Matt Corral get some run with the ones. You know, just let him go out there and play a few. Or just let him go ahead and be your third quarterback. Go ahead and give him those snaps yeah. instead of giving P.J. Walker so many why, snaps. I'm why is P.J. Walker getting snaps? I don't understand. Like, it's fine to have four QBs in camp. That's fine. We see we see that all the time. But you know you're keeping Matt Corral. Yeah. And unless you trade Darnold, which nobody wants him, PJ's gone. PJ's not going to be on this team. He might get on the practice squad if nobody picks him up. You don't need PJ stealing opportunities from Matt Corral. Matt Corral no. needs those opportunities. He's a rookie. He's possibly the future of the team. He needs to, he needs those reps. Exactly. So another guy that I'm looking forward to watching in the preseason, Matt Corral. Oh, oh. Um, we're we're going to go on a Matt Rule rant and making okay. the offense run. After a nice yes. touchdown, because they did a celebrate. I understand. You pull them to the side. You say, hey, don't do this. You make that guy do so many push-ups or whoever the celebration. 
Rashard Higgins, uh, new to the team, maybe yeah. didn't know that rule, you know, especially in a practice that you weren't supposed to reach the ball of the goal line or whatever he did. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. That that was that's that is college stuff. These are professionals, and this is a team where you're trying to build that camaraderie. You're trying to get them excited about playing with each other, and then you're gonna bust them for celebrating a practice touchdown in front of the fans at yeah. training camp. Like, give me a break. That's so stupid. It's idiotic. I understand holding people accountable, but that for a small for a celebration. Shouldn't have no no you don't make the whole team Not for that no pull yeah. like you said pull Rashard Higgins aside hey man we don't do that you know if I see it again the whole offense runs and you're the or cause. you're running because yeah or make him run right because I mean the offensive lineman or you know the the tight end who ran his route just you know probably went, yay you know so he's got to run yeah. well <laughs> it's it, it's basically making everyone accountable but. Uh, you know, it doesn't for for a first offense for something like that. It, yeah, it makes no sense. So, uh, so yeah, Matt Rule would be my camp disappointment. Okay, uh, but again, I thought he had his best camp. So, <laughs> it's <a> sliding scale. <laughs> and our camp MVP. I'll let you go ahead and take this one first, and then I'll. Oh man, yeah, this is a tough one because again, like, no, did anybody like really stand out in camp? Um, I think I'm going to go Baker just because I think he, people were most excited to see him. He did not disappoint. He's come out. He's learned the offense. It seems like he's made some really good throws. Um, he's made some exciting plays in camp. He's looked better than Darnold by far. Um, I'm confident in him. I think that, you know, this is what you wanted. This is like best case scenario for this point of, you know, the season and camp and everything is that he seems to be on the right page with everybody. He seems to be buying into the system. So I'm going to go with Baker. Oh, that's a, that's a very good one. I wasn't thinking him, but I could see how you go there. I'm going to go. DJ Moore had a really good camp. That being said, DJ Moore is also probably the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL, multiple Mm -hmm. thousand yard seasons. Christian McCaffrey looked good, but I'm going to go C.J. Henderson. And I'm going to say this because with J.C. Horn still nursing his way back, Keith Taylor's injury, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, that being said, it sounds like C.J. Henderson's ready to step up and be that that guy. And and I feel very good about the cornerback situation now because coming into this camp, I was worried about him. I was thinking mm-hmm. Keith Taylor outplayed him last year and stuff, but it sounds like this guy is ready to take off, and I'm I'm stoked about it. That's why I'm giving him my camp yeah. MVP. Yeah, uh, 100%. And, and, in fact, I was thinking of him before I chose Baker, but I was like, well, I already chose C.J. Henderson for something, <laughs> so I don't want to choose him again and only have two players in this thing. But, but yeah, I mean, I completely support that. And, uh, like I said, you know, when we talked about him earlier, it, his improvement is obvious – Matt Rule has said that his personality, CJ's personality, is coming out more now that he's, he again, another guy who's more comfortable around the team, letting his personality show. So that's great. I, you know, CJ Henderson was a guy that, that we had talked about drafting last mm-hmm. year. You know, or two years and, ago, but year, yes. The year before last. But um, 
No, he was one of those guys that we could easily see the Panthers taking with that Derek Brown pick, right? Mm -hmm. um, so to have him on the team and what we gave up for him and to see him actually performing is really exciting. It really is. Yeah. All right, and now we're going to go ahead and start working on looking at the Washington game this Saturday and tomorrow. Wow. But one o'clock. <laughs> so kind of weird you... having the one o'clock Saturday first preseason game. You know, yeah. I don't remember that happening a lot with us. Yeah, and it's preseason, so we're not going to go <laughs> into full, full details because eh, yeah. it's preseason. We're not even going to see the starters. We will see Baker and Sam Darnold about six to eight snaps. That's what Matt Rule said. Uh, I don't expect CMC to play. Don't expect. Maybe DJ Moore will get some snaps just because of the simple fact that they want him to run with the quarterbacks. Yeah. But I expect seeing DJ Moore out there. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see which quarterback starts. Do you have a, uh, what's your bet? Baker or Sam gets the start start? I'm going to say Sam Darnold that way. Me too. If, if I'm wrong, <clears throat> I'll be happier. Yeah. But Matt Rule loves to antagonize me. He doesn't know he does it. <laughs> like, this is a one-way, you know, villain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but. I just hope that if if that is the case, Sam goes out there for a series, Baker gets to play with the starters that next series. You know, and that's, that's what I'm that's, hoping. That's pretty much what Matt Rule has said, that both guys will play with the starters. Again, the starters that are playing. Christian McCaffrey's yeah. not out there. But... You know, I, I do hope that too, and I assume that's what's going to happen, that both of them get about two series each, and that's about it, unless one has a nice long drive, and then they'll probably call it. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, well, do you want to take a quick look at the depth chart and, you know, uh, any surprises or disappointments? Yeah. <laughs> that uh, from that? Yeah, we'll take a quick look. Um, they have Brady Christensen at left tackle. We've already talked about with Icky mm -hmm. behind him. Uh, left guard, Michael Jordan, who's been starting there when Christensen is. Um, in center, I'm a little shocked that they still have Pat Elfline as starter with Bradley Bozeman. This is another one of those camp battles that I'm like, yeah. why, why go <clears throat> sign a good center if you're not going to put Elfline down? I mean, right. why are you taking snaps away to him? Because from all accounts, O-line is something that they blend well together. Like, mm -hmm. each group group kind of knows what the other one's going to do. Uh, Austin Corbett, right guard. Taylor Moten, left or right guard, right tackle. Anything else you see on the offensive line that kind of steps out? Um, offensive line, not really. Um I guess uh, I did want to mention Sam Tecklenburg as the backup center currently listed um, was actually playing some tight end in camp. Yes, because once, uh, <laughs> yeah, once once everybody got hurt, so that's kind of interesting that he has a little bit of versatility there. But hey, uh, yeah, he caught another... he caught a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, outside of just Michael Jordan starting, nothing really surprises me. Um, I would have liked to have seen maybe even Icky at left guard to start this first preseason game just to see if that's something that they like. But um, Deontay Brown behind Dennis Daly and Michael Jordan is a little bit of a disappointment. Yeah, I he's someone I should have probably considered for this appointment of the 
the season yeah. because or the of camp because I have heard nothing about him, and we had some high hopes coming out of college last year, and I don't think he's yeah. going to make this roster. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um. Well, let's look at uh, wide receiver. No massive surprises here. You know, DJ and Robbie listed as the starters. Uh, Richard Higgins listed as a third wide receiver. Terrace Marshall number four. And then you've got Zilstra, Shai Smith, um, Kirkwood, and then Saunders is hurt, but still listed as uh, basically the eighth receiver. Yeah. So if you're just looking at this initial depth chart, you would say probably Kirkwood and Saunders are out, you know, yeah. if they keep uh, Andre Roberts, you know, listed as the fifth wide or, you know, like the ninth wide receiver or something, but he is obviously going to make the team uh, as kick returner, so. Yeah. Yep, and no surprises there. And then we'll go ahead and also their second ba- backup <laughs> running back. They have Deontay <laughs> Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. They shared the spot. Um, I'll be kind of interested to watch. I know this later on. I, them play on Wash in Washington. Mm-hmm. Very excited for them actually. Yeah. Now flipping over to who, the who, defense. Who gets the who gets the starting running back uh, nod in this game? Chuba. Chuba. Familiarity. Yeah, I would say Chuba too. Yeah. Um, going over to defensive side, no big surprise. Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Matt Ioannidis, Etor at the other defensive <clears throat> end spot. Uh, Shaq Thompson, linebacker, Damian Wilson, linebacker, Frankie Luvu. Basically, everyone that we expected is mm-hmm. right there. Uh, Dante Jackson, starting cor- corner. J.C. Horn, starting corner with C.J. Henderson and Keith Taylor backing them up. Again, no huge surprise. No and Jeremy Chin and Xavier Woods. No yeah, surprises. I mean, that, the defense is, is pretty much set. Um, I could see Yitor and Marquise Haynes, you know, depending on how things go in the preseason, I could see maybe Marquise Haynes taking that starting spot. Um, but other than I, that, I, I don't know that there's any anybody that can that can move up. No, I don't either. I think no. what you just said, I think it really plans on... <clears throat> I think Etor's going to be the starter, but depending on the situation, mm-hmm. like, Etor's a better run stopper than Marquise is. Mm-hmm. But if it's an obvious passing down, like I said, Marquise Haynes and Mar- Mari Barno, I could see them stepping in in that yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, special teams, you know, that we didn't sign any competition for any of those spots, really. Um, the only one that's different or that you you may be wondering about is Andre Roberts, kick returner, uh, Shai Smith and CJ Saunders, both listed as his backups, but Hecker at punter, uh, Zane Gonzalez at kicker and JJ Jansen long snapper. Those were always going to be the guys. So yeah. Uh, feeling, uh, feeling pretty good about the roster overall against what, once we get, can get the starters figured out on offense. Um, you know, and get them actually practicing with other. I guess the only good thing about this whole preseason schedule now, with only three games, is you've got that you know week and a half, almost two weeks in between the last preseason game and the first regular season game. That'll give the starters time to gel. And I know I said training camp's over and it seems fast, but I kind of like the fact for the team. I don't like mm-hmm. it because I don't get to see what's going on, but they can implement more of the offense and more of the defense for the actual game, real mm-hmm. season, undercover. I know yeah. I couldn't take a photo with my phone of Andre Roberts take, catching a 
punt from a jugs machine <laughs> because that's going to break some breaking news. But, yeah. you know, they're trying to be cautious because of that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. So week one of the preseason is upon us, and the Panthers will be traveling to Washington to play the Commanders. Um, obviously, all eyes on the Panthers' side are going to be on the quarterbacks. You know, how's oh, yeah. Baker look? How's Sam look? How's Corral look? Uh, are you more excited to watch Sam, Baker, or Corral? I want to see Corral because I haven't really seen <laughs> oh, him. Me too. I'm way more excited to watch Corral. <laughs> and like. and and Matt Rule's going to start go put PJ out there for the majority of the game. Any bets on that? Yeah, I think. Uh, God, it's so stupid. But yeah, just <laughs> looking at their depth chart, I mean, PJ's clear number, three. clear you know number three, and Matt Corral's clear number four right now on the depth chart. So um, yeah, I would expect PJ to probably play most of the second quarter into the third quarter, and then Corral come in for the final. You know, quarter fourth and a half, quarter, probably. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bummer. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to seeing Corral. I want to see him in a Panthers uniform out there against a real defense. You know, even though it's probably going to be a third, fourth string defense. Um, you know, with our our back end receivers aren't bad. No, he could make some noise. I mean, it could be fun. I mean, again, Terrace Marshall probably won't play. So, but you're going to be mm-hmm. looking at you know a shy Smith. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, Kirkwood, Zilstra. Higgins. You know. uh, yeah, Higgins. Yeah, Higgins will probably... Yeah, he'll be gone if he is that, in that fourth quarter. PJ. <laughs> yeah, he'll be probably playing more with PJ. But, um, I mean, I hope that they surprise us and they put Corral out there. They should. The I, it or makes the no good s- of the team. It, you know, that's what they should do, right? Yeah. <sighs> uh, but other than, you know, other than those players i mean i guess i'm looking at uh maybe yitor haynes um uh gosh i mean I, i'm really looking forward to the running backs <clears throat> i want to say deontay foreman okay. and chuba hubbard i want to see which one of them kind of looks better i know they are going to both make this roster and i know they both have different skill sets but mm-hmm. i'm just kind of curious to watch them both kind of go out there especially with the first team see what they have yeah um, I mean, we, we saw Chuba a lot last year, um, and what, Deontay, was, he's on the t- uh, Titans, right? Last Titans. Year? He filled in nicely yeah. for uh, Derrick Henry. He did. He had a really nice uh, stretch of games there without Derrick Henry, so I'm excited I'm excited about that as well, although I kind of feel like those are more known quantities. Um, it'd be nice to see if Chuba has put in the work in the offseason and gotten better. Um, man, because if he can be, you know, a, a top 20 running back in the NFL as a starter, you know, if Christian goes down. That's going to be a big upgrade from what he was last year. Yeah. I'm so. very excited to see what can transpire. <clears throat> Defensively, I'm looking forward to, like you said, Marquise Haynes, the Amari Parnos, the pass rush. I I'm, I'm want to look at Davion Nixon because how much this coaching staff seems to love him. Kind of want to see him. And I'm not sure... Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Matt Ioannidis are going to get a lot of playing time. They may not I would get imagine any. one series, um, if that. I mean, that's the thing though. With only three preseason games, you you know that usually that first preseason games there were no starters, right? Back in the day, yeah. when there were four preseason games, and then the second game you'd get the you know series, maybe a quarter. 
I feel like that's what we're going to get out of the starters in this game. Um, so I do think that Burns will play. I think Dante Jackson will be out there. I think, um, you know, obviously JC probably won't play, but CJ will be out there. Um, but I think you'll see most of the starters out there. I, I, I hope you do. I completely understand about not playing McCaffrey and anybody with any little tweak or injury should not play. But I think if you're fully healthy and you're not Christian McCaffrey, then you should probably be out there. Hmm. You know? I don't know. Uh, I, 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 per, I was going to say, I don't know. I don't know if I'd put Brian Burns out there, even if he's fully healthy, because can you imagine injuring him? Because Brian Burns is really kind of the pillar of that defense. Because even though he only got nine sacks the past two years, his pressure rate is insane. Yeah. And a lot of the things that this defense goes, I mean, you take Brian Burns off the edge, off this team, and we're looking at, oh, uh, I know, one of the I worst know. edge rushing yeah. teams there is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, but still, I think he wants to be out there, and I oh, he it's definitely wants for to. these guys to get some live fire uh, before the season starts. So I don't have a problem with him being out there for a series. Um. Are you looking forward to Hecker? You know, because there are there's no other punter or kicker on this team. So Hecker and Gonzalez will be out there the whole time. I hope I don't see Hecker. <laughs> I, I'd love not to see Hecker. <laughs> that would be great. Um, in terms of uh, Washington, you know, they've got Carson Wentz. So mm-hmm. we're going to see some Carson Wentz. They also drafted a quarterback. Uh, Sam Howell out of North Carolina. Oh, yeah. I forgot so about that. I imagine we'll see a lot of Sam Howell versus Matt Corral in the second half. That'll be kind of fun. Um, you mentioned a couple of former Panthers on the team trying to make the roster. Well, they're not even trying to make the roster. Some of them are trying to get starting jobs. Uh, Trey Turner is competing for mm-hmm. their right guard starting position. F.A. Obata is competing for their backup Defensive end, but Chase Young has an injury and probably may not start. So he may get a starting job. And, you know, longtime listeners know we love some F.A. Obata. Love so, F.A. Obata, yeah. So I, I hope he has that. a good game that does a good game for him, but not a good ga- bad game for who he's facing. Yes, I hope he only sacks P.J. Walker. <laughs> <laughs> only beats Cam Irving. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> he beats Cam Irving. He sacks PJ Walker. That's that's our goal. Um, yeah, sack him as many times as you want. I don't care. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. You know, other other than that, I mean, I don't really care much to see anybody on Washington. No, I'm. You know, so Terry McClure is, is a good receiver. He's kind of in that DJ more more mold yeah. of being a very underrated receiver. Yeah, but uh, they've got they've got Curtis Samuel. It, I think he's hurt, so I, I don't shocking. think he'll play. Yeah, shocking. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, I ran around. Deami Brown about him. Deami Brown. I mean, you got the Sam Howell to Deami Brown yeah. connection that could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, interesting to a North Carolina fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I honestly think the second half of this game is going to be a lot more, you know, interesting from a future perspective right yeah just watching you know the potential future of both of these teams uh it'll be fun to watch uh we're not gonna make any i mean i do you want to make any predictions about who wins or anything it doesn't really matter uh let's go more snaps matt crowl or pj walker i'll let you take pj walker because i'm we'll do that beer bet of the week 
Does that More sound good? Snaps? Ugh. Yeah. Which one do you want? Well, more snaps. Do you want Matt Corral? You 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 pick whoever you want. More snaps, Matt Corral or PJ Walker. I'll take the other one. I'll go Matt Corral. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll get PJ I'll Walker because I honestly think PJ Walker <clears throat> will get more snaps anyways. Even though I think it's a dumb idea, but yeah. You're probably right. You're probably right. But I just want to see Matt Corral more. So that's what I'm going to root for. <laughs> yeah. First, what what is a beer bet of the week for uh, preseason? Uh, like a like one of those uh, Bud Light Next things. <laughs> <laughs> like this. It's basically... is it, I was going to say, you no know, duels like a point, point, oh, zero, zero, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beer bet of the week. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, first touchdown. Who gets the first touchdown for the Panthers? Who uh, who scores the first touchdown for the Panthers? Mmm. Very tasty question. Mm. I'm gonna go Deontay Foreman. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Richard Higgins. <laughs> That was going to be my second choice. I'm going to say Richard Higgins gets the first touchdown because I don't know that the first team gets a touchdown, like the first drive or anything. So. See, I was thinking Richard Higgins as the third receiver. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I, so, it, you know, it's possible. It's and, possible. and I, I was, think... I'm, I want the first team to score a touchdown. So I'm trying to. Okay. A lot of this stuff I'm trying to either. You know, hex myself because, like PJ Walker, I'm hoping Matt Corral actually gets right. more. Right. And you know, I'm yeah, trying. I to mean, s- Higgins could Higgins could get a touchdown on the first drive. He could get a touchdown on the fourth drive too. I think he'll be out there. Uh, yeah. Quite a bit. So. All right. Uh, any other thoughts before we adjourn until after the preseason game? I really want to hope that Baker. I hope they get Baker just dominates this game. I hope that this quarterback controversy <laughs> kind of ends. I hope Icky submits himself as that left tackle and that, you know, we could stop with this shenanigans of com- competition. I hate it saying that because I feel like it's a fake competition on both of those fronts and mm-hmm. the center front. How are you going to feel when Sam Darnold comes out opening drive Goes five for five, 65 yards, and a beautiful touchdown pass to DJ. <laughs> I, I'll be frustrated. Be feelings. <laughs> no, it's not, because we know what Sam Darnold is. Sam Darnold yeah. holds the ball too long. He doesn't make right, correct decisions during the actual games. We know that it's only a matter of time before he screws up. We know we he's not playing... a starting caliber NFL quarterback. We know yeah. that. If we were playing the Saints and Sean Payton was coaching, would the Saints play their fourth string defense against Sam and their first string defense against Baker anytime they came out there? <laughs> just just to screw with us. <laughs> That's why we don't play the Saints in the preseason. But oh, Sean man. Payton would easily do that to us. He would definitely do that. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it, Jerry. 
All right, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMakesPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review on with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. If you're on YouTube, drop a little comment below with your least or disappointment of the camp and MVP of the camp. Yeah, we will be back um, Saturday or Sunday. We'll see what our schedules look like, but we'll definitely recap the, the preseason game and talk about what we saw and what we liked, what we didn't like. So until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. Thank <laughs> you.